This is a podcast from Rover. Real treat, the man of the moment, Formula One driver for AlphaTauri, Liam Lawson. Two Formula One races so far, and fingers crossed racing in Singapore this weekend as well. Racing is absolutely it. There's no plan B. The opportunity that I've been given, it needs absolutely everything put into it. That's why there's never really been a, another option. And leading two side by side through the rush gas, and Liam Lawson fades away through. Liam Lawson will see the checkered flag first, and he wins on debut in Formula 2. Liam Lawson wins on the streets of Monte Carlo. Brilliant job, Liam. Fantastic drive. Well done. Thanks, boys. Yes, a real treat. And we're lucky enough to Zoom him on Friday, after the show Friday. Liam Lawson, it's Bryce here, mate. Great to have you back on the show. We we dreamt of this yeah. on your behalf, something that you dreamed of. We'd said, look, when you become that Formula One driver, when it happens, uh, don't forget about us. Come back on the show. You've kept your word. You're back on the show, so that serves yeah. a round of applause. But I also said... I also said you better not change, and look, I can just feel it already. You're treating us different. (laughs) (laughs) You've changed. Has it even been 30 seconds? (laughs) We can can, tell. You think you're better than me, mate. I can feel it. Look, there's not even even a top sheet on your bed. You haven't even made your bed, Liam. That, this is my this is my sim room. This is my uh, simulator here. This yeah. is the, I don't sleep in that bed. Oh, okay, sweet. I can sweet. see that there. So you know when Daniel Ricardo he broke his wrist, he's in hospital. Gee, are you just living next to your cell phone, sleeping next to your cell phone, just waiting for that call? So I was in Red Bull Racing's garage because I was uh, just there on reserve like normal. And obviously these things uh, they never really ha- they never happen. And no. it's not the situation I would want to make my way into Formula One. You know, I don't want somebody to get injured, and that's how I drive. But um, obviously for something like this, it's such a rare opportunity that for me it's it's one shot, and I need to take it with both hands. And that's basically what I'm what I'm trying to do. You get told you're racing, yeah, and you didn't get the ideal preparation. I think everybody was just so super proud of not only the fact that you got to drive, but how well you did, given the rain you hadn't even driven a formula one car i believe in the rain you don't get the chance to warm up was your whole goal not to crash the vehicle yeah. was it as simple <laughs> as that in that race because you did amazingly well yeah. but was that was it, was it as simple as that your goal pretty much because in that situation on that track as well the way it was obviously you're not expected to go out there and and go and put in the points and do, and have a have an amazing race obviously but you're expected to have somewhat some speed mm. but not obviously crash the car and the problem is in formula one you have to have so much confidence to put these cars on the limit especially on that kind of circuit and when you're when it's when it's new you you just don't have that feeling in the car and and i remember having in practice three and qualifying before the race just Basically, it, it was taking longer than a normal situation to build that that feeling of the car up. It was all I was almost faking it and, and just basically guessing how much to 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 send it into a corner, how much speed or how late to break or something like that. And it was it was so uncomfortable to be honest. So when you're racing, what is going through your mind? Because a driver we talked to not that long ago was thinking about his dog when he was racing. What is it for you? Are you can Shane Van Gisbergen completely focused? What's what's Shane was? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's when you're out in front, and he's obviously been pretty dominant in in recent years, especially. So when you're out in front in a race like that, I can understand it. But in in Zandvoort, I can tell you, I wasn't thinking about anything else other than basically just how to operate the the car, because that's one of the hardest things is just basically knowing because you get so many switch calls every lap and and it's um so many different things you have to know so basically we have like um hundreds of buttons on the steering wheel and and 
one button with another button as a combination, basically, and then oh. you have to know what those combinations are, oh, and you have oh a, 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 dis a display, a full display, and you basically have to. Um, it's insane. It's it's very very complicated. And it's, it takes quite a long time to learn, and and you don't really want to be looking down at your steering wheel as well when you're making these switch changes. Yeah. But obviously, I I'm you know still having to do that. Wow. So um, it's that's you know operating a Formula One car is that's almost wild. just as hard as driving it. I bet, I bet, because you've you've been in these um these great like I guess supporter series, these feeder systems where you've been racing around the yep. world. You've been doing so good. What is that jump like? Is it like going from Crash Bandicoot racing up to Gran Turismo? Is it like going from <laughs> Super Rugby to the All Black? Uh, how different is Level. that steering wheel? The button combinations. How different are they compared to what you you've experienced? I think it's just the unique uniqueness of Formula One because of the way, especially nowadays with the way the hybrid is, basically having that hybrid engine gives the teams and drivers so much more options on basically um, and flexibility on changing things on the go. Um, they can use that that battery system to do a whole lot of extra stuff that you wouldn't normally be able to do. So it's way more complex than uh, than any other series. Mm. But I will say that doing Super Formula this year in Japan the way the car is there, it's a lot closer to Formula One than Formula Two was, um, mm. and it's it's definitely helped a huge amount prepare me for for something like this. Have you had much time to be able to just stand in front of the mm. mirror like you've got out of the shower or something like that, and you're just like, yes, bro, yeah, you know, like a classic, like a, it, a proud of yourself <clears throat> moment, yeah, because <laughs> New Zealand's super it, proud, it, man, you know, mm -hmm. like I've I've heard so many people who would never yeah. say anything about Formula One, yeah. We're proud of you, bro. Yeah. I mean, Bryce thinks you've changed a bit, but no, we're, <laughs> we we're, 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 we're proud. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, and to be honest, the support from home, um, from what I've received, has been amazing. And um, I have very, very, very brief moments of yeah. uh, a little bit of reflection of how cool this is. But the, the thing is, because of the uniqueness of the situation, it's not, yeah. I, you know, I have a shot, but I'm a temp right now. Yeah. I'm, mm. I'm tempor temporarily in this position, and I know that basically – all I want to do is get to the end of however long this lasts, get to the end of it and look back on it and go, I've done absolutely everything I yeah. could. And so I don't really have, right now, I don't have any time to think about anything else yeah. other than how to make the most of it, basically, and how to do even better. It's super cool. It's just like a two-part question here. Were the, are the Drive to Survive cameras around? Because they follow Daniel around quite a bit because he's Daniel and he's got great personality. Will, will you feature, do you think, on Drive to Survive because of the drama yeah. of the injury? And how has Daniel been? Have you heard from him? Has he, has he been a good mate because of the Anzac spirit between New Zealand and Australia? Is, or is it just this cutthroat industry as we kind of think okay. it is where it's just like you're in, you've got to make the most of it? Um, so on the Netflix side, yeah, the, they've been pretty heavily into filming this. Obviously, mm. Daniel has, has been a big part of Drive to Survive, especially. Um, so this has been something that is probably going to feature quite a lot. And, you know, I'm sure there's some people out there that aren't too stoked about it. But, you know, he was extremely supportive of the, of the situation when it happens. Um, obviously, he's an extremely nice guy. That's why he's so popular as well on, mm. on Drive to Survive. Mm. And when it, when it all happens... Basically, before he went off to have a surgery, he was still at the track, and he said, "You know, anything you need, any advice, um, I'm I'm happy to give it." But since since the surgery, he's in recovery right now, um, sort of you know isolating away from everybody. Yeah. So um, I haven't had contact with him since then. I find it so wild how you're talking about the steering wheel, how you're getting hundreds of instructions. You know, all these instructions every lap. There's hundreds of buttons, but every other driver knows it. It's almost like a person who texts a lot doesn't have to look at their phone while yeah. they're texting. They know where the buttons are. But you're saying the drivers are essentially exactly what it is. Yeah. like that at that point, but you're yeah. not yet. You've still got to look down every now and then 
as the corners are coming, as you're learning these tracks, as you're learning the car, it's wild. Wild that prospect to, to consider, to even try and fathom. It is, yeah, it is It is a it is a big step. Um, and then, you know, you get out of the car and the team is five to six times as big as any other team I've yeah, ever worked with. Yeah. You're dealing with so many more people and the engineering, you go to do a debrief and there's um, 25 engineers talking in the debrief wow. and, and you're basically, <laughs> you know, trying to uh, talk to, and you're getting so much more information because of all these people. That, you know, these people, these guys, these engineers, their role is so specific when it comes to, you know, there'll be an engineer that's just looking at race starts, performance, clutch positions. There'll be one engineer that's looking at just uh, tire temperatures, something like this. They're basically, there's so many people for such specific yeah, roles that yeah. they're just such experts on it. There's so much information that they're feeding you and it's like, oh God, <laughs> try Man. to keep up with it. So you, you can't hide. You, you can't hide anywhere, can you? No. No. No, exactly. And then and then there's being on the you know, on the world stage basically in, yeah. in front of everybody and yeah. knowing that as well. I bet the catering's good though. Yeah. <laughs> Talk yeah. us through the catering yeah. backstage. Food. Oh dude, the food is so good. Like that's one of the biggest the biggest step ups going to Formula One is um, it's really good. I love that that's what we got out of this interview. Yeah. That Liam Laws and you're having a mean feed. It's, it remains oh, every day. Yeah. Um hey mate. Yeah. Go well, as I say, the nation's so proud of you. Yeah, bro. Uh, and one thing I loved as well, I noticed me and you had the same travel pillow on your Instagram page. <laughs> uh, we're rolling the same pillow, the same grey one. I left it in the comments Are on your Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, so me and you pretty much cut from the same cloth, buddy. <laughs> sure, <yeah. laughs> oh, wicked. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and Where did you get yours? Because I, I got one over here. Yeah, mate, I'm international as well, buddy. You're not the only one who's been overseas. <laughs> hey, good luck from yeah, the rest of the country, well. mate. And yeah, go well. And thanks for talking to us again, eh? You said thanks, you would. Guys. You're a man yeah. of your word. No, no. I, pr- I always will. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Coming up with the Morning Rumble. What a lovely man. He's he's only 21. That's incredible. That's crazy. Formula One driver. He's looks as though he's going to get that Singapore race and potentially one other as well because Daniel Ricciardo's still uh, struggling through that wrist injury. So... Great stuff, great stuff. Great to have you on, Liam. Uh, Thanks for your time this morning, just awesome.